can save the day. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back with Hour 3 of the show. You can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, Smart 265, and Maggie Red. And wherever you're watching, you can click on the like button to subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. We're broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 every Saturday. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at MightyHouse. And you can give us a call on Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor Cleaning Products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. All right, and uh, Klein Tool of the Month, again, is the KTB2 portable job site rechargeable battery and flashlight. So uh, if you want to get signed up for that, give Andrew a call at 877-711-5611, and he'll get you signed up for it. It is a uh, pretty cool little charging battery, and uh, what he'll do is take your name, put it in the Mr. Floor tote bag, and at the end of the month, we'll have a drawing and figure out uh, who wins that. And we'll whisk it off into the mail for you. All right. Uh, with that, what are you working on there, Robbie? Um, 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 so today, <laughs> I'm going to two charitable events. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, Kiwanis Club. Are you Club. the charitable recipient? No. No. Okay. But I might be. Okay. <gasps> oh. So, Kiwanis Club, you know what? I'm not sure which one, but it's out by Schomburg. Uh-huh. They're having a trivia event. Okay. And last time they had it, they had a silent auction, and I bid in one on some White Sox tickets. Nice. And it was whatever. It's five bucks? It's because nobody goes. <laughs> five bucks? <laughs> but it was the club, and I can't think of what Oh, the club, 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 club seats or? Yeah. But, oh, my gosh, I had no idea this was awesome because it's not like the boxes, you know, that you go into. Yeah. It's a full bar and, like, buffet restaurant, Mm -hmm. and it's all you can eat, even all you can drink, even alcohol, which I don't drink, but is, and then you get seats, and then in your seats, you have a whole nother menu of like bar food, like sloppy joes and French fries and stuff, and uh-huh. that's all free. And you have servers come. It was unbelievable. And so, don't forget to tip your servers though, because yeah. that's not free. Yeah, I did tip my server. I, you know what? Sometimes I ask people. Yeah, I'm like, so what do you usually get? You know, as tips. <laughs> and people are real good at telling me, like, if I'll do like some clients, I have to valet uh-huh. at a thing. I'm like, what do you get for valet? Yeah. And they're like, you know. Sometimes people don't give us anything. Yep. I'm like, so. It's amazing, like, when you go to a salon or something like that, and I'll ask. Yeah, I I haven't been to one in a (sighs) while. And I'll ask, like, the facial, the esthetician or something Uh like that. I'm like, you know, they go, yeah, most people don't tip us. I'm like, most people don't tip you? 
Right. So I always want to ask, you know, if it's something that I'm just not sure of. Anywho, thank you, Rich. <laughs> Anywho, so the Kiwanis Club is having a trivia uh-huh. thing to raise money. And that I'm going to. And then in the evening, the Evanston, and it, this is Evanston, yeah. Unitarian Church is having their big fundraiser of the year, which is a dinner and a live and a silent auction. So I'm running from one to the other, and I'm very excited because I like Are both. you running the auctions on both of them? No. Oh. I am not. I am just. You I, are a participant. I am a participant because I like both organizations, and I have friends at both organizations, so I'm very happy to be doing that. So I was Excellent. kind of involved in, you know, I got to run from here to there to there to there. Mm-hmm. Nice. But it, it's all good stuff. I'm Excellent. very excited. It has nothing to do with home remodeling, but Andrew's on the phone. Yes, he is. Taking phone calls, 877-711-5611. All right. Um, what? There. Boy, you are just oh Miss Popular this no, morning. No, this was just, I don't even know what that's, I should turn my phone off. Well, Why doesn't or somebody turn the ringer tell down? me to do that? I'm so embarrassed. Well, I, I know you just started with the show. It's not, <laughs> I understand. It's a very professional right. show. Yes, exactly. I didn't even tell you how many um, mice I caught. Ron, are you going to come and help me with this problem or what? Why? I just, I, I enjoy. How many mice did you get this week? Yeah. Well, this morning. How many came back with orange paint on them? I, oh, is she tagging them now? I didn't. I, I did think about it. But, you know, Rich, I have this problem. We all know I have the mouse problem. We all know that I catch and release. Uh-huh. And I've talked to Ron and Ron put it on the list. It's on his list of things that he has to do. Sure. I mean, I think it should be near the top of the list for many reasons. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pri- priority? Yeah. I think it should, it should be a be high priority. Priority so now, number one? Okay. It's just normal to catch three at a time. Normal to catch three at a time. Three at a time. Yeah. So I used my oven yesterday, which we know Whole I don't families. use. To cook them? No. I used my oven, which we know I don't use very right. often. <clears throat> but I used my oven, and they live in the oven. Or they live in the stove in the so warming drawer. So I thought maybe I wouldn't catch any, <laughs> but no, I put the little thing in there, and then in the middle of the night, it's like this. This is exactly the sound all night long because they're in the little metal thing Running trying around. to get out. And uh-huh. I'm like, that sounds like two. So I get up this morning to let the dog out, and I'm like, I have three. And they <laughs> ate all the peanut butter, which this is a first. Uh-huh. They're like, we're stuck in here. I might as well eat some peanut butter. Sure. And then again, I took a video of them running away. Say bye. You know, see you later. See, Yeah. Come back for your meal next uh-huh. meal. But, you know, as much as I do enjoy this. Uh-huh. You're getting tired of it. Can you help me out? Sure. And then I called Don. I don't know what it is. You know, Don has never said, like, I'm afraid of mice or uh-huh. anything like that. But he's like, nope, it's all you. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Are some people like afraid of mice? Oh, yeah. Well, some people are. Oh, yeah. There's nothing. But, they don't bother. I don't want them jumping out at me. Yeah, I know. I know. So you see, what, we don't have many mice around here because I have a seven-foot uh, black snake that lives around my garage and stuff. Oh, so excellent. It eats mice. Keeps them rats. clean. But you guys have yes. the lizards. Oh, we got tons of those. And Daniel, I can't tell you how many different species there are. It's crazy. They're so cool. Daniel, uh, catch and release from mice sounds like rinse and repeat. Ha, uh-huh. ha, ha, <laughs> ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly Daniel's it. on his game today. Yes, he is. All right, should we go to the phones? Okay. What, where do you want to go? 
Uh, so Mary from Mount Prospect, she's called in before. She actually called in during the first hour. Okay. But I told her to call back after the interview. Okay. Um, and she's very confused. She's meeting with clients tomorrow about gutters, and she okay. wants to know about installing them. Very well. Hey, Mary, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Thanks for telling me to call back. I wouldn't have to be on for an hour. <laughs> right. Um, I have a, a problem with gutters. Um, I was out and uh, to the garbage, and I found some leaks on the corners of my house. It's a um, tri-level. Uh-huh. Um, they recommended uh, aluminum and stainless steel um, gutter guards right. that you press into the gutter. Right. I'm not interested in the other ones. I understand there's problems in the winter. Um, I know to get seamless cutters, they should be. Right. Um, should I be worried? I'm going to have someone clean it because uh, this week is supposed to be in the low 40s. Right. Right. So, um, um, the, do you have, what are I they... wanted, I've got, um, I've got uh, extra large, the largest you can get in downspouts. Uh-huh. But they didn't recommend that for the front of the house. They said aesthetically it wouldn't look good. Look, yeah. I just want it. I just don't want the water coming in. Right. I have almost three foot overhangs, and um, a handyman has been fixing it with Flexol. Uh huh. Yep. But so, um, I don't know if it's working because I still have it over my front stoop, and then when I get out, it's icy, so I keep ice guard by the door. Right now, um, that corner. The, the existing gutters are are, yeah. are are they aluminum now? Oh yes. Okay. They were put in twenty twenty oh six. Okay, so then it's just the seam that's bad. They just need to take that corner apart, uh, clean it, and and put it back together uh, with the right gutter sealant, and and that should solve the problem. You shouldn't need new gutters. Um, that you know, it's just so that the, it's, would be good, something like that, or well, me seam sealer would be good. There's a there's a there's a specific product that's made for gutters, and it and it stays yeah. And so when you take it apart, you put it back together with the gutter seal, and that will stay that way. It's it stays gummy, you know. So it, uh, Lexo will sits up nice. It's a silicone based product, um, but that can let go over time too. So um, uh-huh, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, um, aesthetic appearances. What if I got oversized gutters for the front? That's that's fine too. If you want to, if you want to go for it, I don't think it's going to look that bad. You'll be fine. So, all right, we got to take a break, Mary. I appreciate the phone call. Hang on one second. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll get back to Mary here in a second. You are listening to Mighty House. Is Mighty House? Mighty House will return. Here they come to save the day. This is Mighty House. All right, you can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, Smart 265, and Maggie Rad. And wherever you're watching, click on the like button and hit the subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. All right. uh, Let's get back to Mary on the phone there and uh, see if we can finish helping her out. 
She also has, uh, you got her punched in there, Andrew? There you go. Hey, Mary, you still there? Yes. Okay, oh, yes. good, good, there. Um, okay. I was talking about my dry wells for two, uh, two downspouts, and do I need them? Yes. So I wouldn't have to have them cleaned out. They're um, put into gravel pits. Right. Right, and and those should still be working and draining. Uh, there's, there's, you don't really clean those out per se. I thought you were talking about how you had storm sewers that were where your house was tied into the storm sewer. Oh uh, no, but, but they're all over the sidewalks, and I can't keep jumping over them. Right. So I had dry uh, wells put in. Sure. And I was just wondering about the leaves because we've got huge trees, not on my lot, but boy, oh boy, the neighbors these are like a hundred feet feet tall and they're those big maples and sycamores and oh man yeah so they make a device that you can put on your downspout that will act, act, let the water pass through but it'll kick out all the leaves so that that way you don't have to worry about it getting down into the storm sewers or in your case the dry wells and it, it's just it, yeah. it's just like it looks like a thing that has fingers at an angle so as the water comes down it goes through those fingers but any leaves or any debris hits that and slides out so that that way you just have to pick up leaves there every once in a while. So um, that okay. That, and then one more annoying question. They're what not annoying. <laughs> they are it, not annoying. It's, no anno- question. it's annoying to her. Oh gosh, no. That's what she said. Yeah, I'm, I'm having people in to, to look at this uh, oh. next week. Sure. Do you recommend foam covers for outside faucets? No, not if you have frost. Uh, if if there are if you don't have the frostless hose bibs, then then yeah, you can put those on there. Um, they're, they're really not necessary uh, unless uh, if, cause the, the, what they're going to do is help keep the air from circulating and getting in there. But if, if it's caulked and sealed around the hose bib properly, there's really no need to have them. Really? Cause yeah. boy, they're a pain in the tush to get, uh, get on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mess with them, you know, unless, you know, do you, do you know if you have a frostless hose bib or the, how old's your house? Uh, in the 60s, early 60s. Oh, yeah, you. It's a tri level, and I have three foot overhangs. Yeah, you're probably okay. I don't think you need them. I wouldn't. So you wouldn't do that. Save your money. No. Good, because I. And they look silly. This year. Yeah. Yep. They do. Yeah. But still. <laughs> yeah. I don't care how it looks as long as it works. Right. A lot of that stuff they sell is is just. It, it's unnecessary, like the blankets or the covers for your air conditioner. Right. You should never wrap the air conditioner during the winter. You at most put a piece of plywood or something on the top of it to keep the stuff from falling That's in the top I of did. it. Yeah. I but, finally learned that. Thank you. I finally <laughs> learned that. I just put a piece of plywood on the top of some bricks. Yep. You know, water heater blankets are a waste of money. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. They are water heaters are well insulated to begin with. Yeah. It's just frivolous thing and, and i i understand you know going back to your uh hose bib cover i understand why they did that it's insulated and um that and, and if it's not caulked and sealed properly around the pipe when it comes out well then you've got air leakage through there so they put this cover on it to help stop that air leakage but you can also just use and one more thing do a tube a of caulk and be done like like screws uh caps with my two outside faucets, and I cap them every winter. Okay, yeah, that's fine. You could do Is that. Is that good? Sure, sure, that's fine. As long as, as he's he's shutting them off and making sure they're off, and you you cap them, that's fine. Um, you know. And do you, do you like the gutter screens? They're aluminum and stainless steel. Yeah, 
Those are fine because they, they can pop out. They're about three feet long, and they 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 can pop in yeah. and out, so you can still clean the gutters. Yeah, those are fine if you want to use, especially if you've got large trees like you said in your area. So yeah, they'll, oh, they'll, they'll work fine. So the leaves just sit on top of the screens then. Uh huh. Yes. Eventually, that's true. But uh, when it dries out, it, it, it when if it's a lot of rainy and a lot of leaves all at once, it turns this into a, like a paper mache thing. But eventually, it does dry out, oh, and, no. and then yeah, and then they they come off. It's better than being caked in your gutters. So, right. So you'll, you'd be okay that so way. So it's better to have the gutter screens then. Oh yeah, in your case, it would be yes. So. All right. I appreciate the phone call, Mary. Thank you. I appreciate you telling me All right. what you did. Thank good, you good so luck. much. Bye-bye. Right. Nice. Who do we have on uh, two there, Andrew? Uh, on line two, we have online, excuse me, on line two, we have Ken from Elmhurst. He okay. wants to know if uh, Rhino Shield is actually a good product or not. Oh. Rhino it's a Shield. floor covering, uh, oh. not cover, a coating, He's I believe. on the line right now. Floor coating? Ken? Yeah, you know, I've, I've got a frame house, and, uh, you know, I'm getting up in age, and I'm tired of uh, painting it on. I figured the next time, try to get an alternative. Okay. Is Rhino Shield, I know it's expensive, but is it worth it? I mean. Oh, yeah, I know exactly. I, know. I know what you're talking about, and, and they, they paint your house with it instead, right? Instead of regular paint, they're using the Rhino right. Shield. Yeah. And um, that's a, it's a paint that it stays really flexible. And and so it doesn't matter what's going on underneath. It usually stays. Uh, the couple of houses I've seen it done with, it works really good. Uh, the problem with it, that the one, uh, one older home wasn't insulated very well. So what happened was all the moisture that, from inside the house got trapped. And it rotted the siding out from behind it. The rhino was there, but then... But underneath it, the wood was just gone because it wouldn't let the house breathe. So it's a, a, a zero-perm paint? Yes. So it doesn't breathe then? Correct. And, you know, that's why your a house peels in the first place is because the paint's moisture trying to seal it. the paint lifting it. And it pops it and cracks it, and then the moisture can get back out. So it works fine. And then if you uh, don't have a properly insulated house, you're going to find those areas where that moisture is not going to be able to get out. So uh, mm. that that's that's the only okay, downside yeah. to it. So I mean, it, Okay, what about with cement board? I'm replacing the wood with cement board. Oh, yeah, that's well, great. Well, like a hardy cement siding or yeah. cementitious siding is definitely a good way to go. Yep. Yep. And uh, you can buy that factory painted, and it's usually guaranteed 15 years, although it does fade. I don't care what any salesman tells yep. you. It yep. fades. And the newer product now, instead of the concrete, is called Boral, and it's mm-hmm. and it is made from coal ash, and it it's incredibly light. It goes up, and you can you hand nail it, or you can use a coil nailer, um, and it goes up really really well. It's it's strong, durable stuff, and it's made for ground contact, whereas the uh, hardy board is not. So you really shouldn't have it in contact you, with the ground anyway. Yeah. Uh, but if you've got an area where the siding dies... What would you recommend? Go ahead, Ken. What's that? I mean, put that over the wood I have now, or is, do you have to take the wood out? No, I mean, you could leave the old siding up if you wanted to and go over top of it. You don't necessarily need to tear it down. Um, the best, I yeah. mean, obviously, with the, depending on the age of the house, it's usually best to take all the siding off because then you can put up a vapor barrier like you know, or a wind barrier. You can yep. put up a drainage plane. And then also you're not building out past your windows. Yeah. You know what I mean, so if you're... 
leaving the old siding, a lot of times you got to put a trim molding around your windows so that the siding butts into that. So, I mean, the, it's like anything. The right way to do it is to strip all the siding off. But it can be a pain. There's no doubt about that. And an additional expense. So Yes. But at least you get access to... Right. Maybe call Ann you know, and see Like we know. do is we take all the siding off, and then you drill holes in the top of the walls, and you do, you know, dense pack cellulose insulation. Yep. So now, you know what I mean? Then you air seal it and so on, and, and now you're not just getting new siding. You've got a house now that's tightened up and more efficient. Yep, exactly. Again, adds to the cost, but right, well, you get some pricing. Yep. I'm, I'm sure we just confused you more, Ken, right? Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, thanks a lot. <laughs> you, you did help. Thanks. All right, good. Thanks. So, I mean, if you've got a properly insulated house, that Rhino uh, Shield stuff, the paint, it's it's like almost like a it's roll on rubber. It it the mm-hmm. way it holds out, but you you can uh, comes in a bunch of different colors, and they they roll it on, they paint it on, and it it works well. But it 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 will hold all the moisture in your house. So I've actually only seen like one or two ads for that. It's not something real. Oh, they're at all the home shows around here. Like when you do a walkthrough at the home shows. There's always one of those uh, type of companies that, you know, the installers yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. are at, at those. Uh, saying never paint your house again, which, right. I mean, that's true. So you might need, might need to recite it. Or until gray is no longer the end color. Right. And then it's going to be, you know, past. Yeah, we just do white on white now. 300 shades of white. So just two-tone white. White with black trim is popular here all of a sudden yeah no but the black is is in i've got one job that it's all done in blacks and it's funny because interior would think, exterior you would think Ex- exterior both yeah oh, i've yeah. seen interior walls, black fixtures black, now beautiful. but i mean even the fixtures are going black the appliances went black you know what i mean and it's uh-huh. like uh, give me the old school stuff yep but it's funny when you look at light black you would think that's gray uh-huh but it's not gray it's got more of a blue tinge to it so it's like when they're side by side they definitely look different but otherwise you think light black i just think of gray and it's like no isn't isn't that charcoal then yeah a light black yeah charcoal I just dust. Think, no <laughs> no <laughs> there you go 60 seconds till the break and then uh, and then i'll read my email and then when we get back so I had an interior designer you get a kick out of this. She yep. put the picture of a light fixture in her presentation upside down. All nice. the light fixtures, the electrician mounted them all the way she showed them. Uh-huh. She's bitching. We got them upside down. They go, <laughs> we're not moving them. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, that's the way you showed it. It's the way it goes it's right. Because right, I saw it in the picture. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. Mighty House. Mighty House will return. When I feel bad after something I eat, I go out where the air is not so sweet. The Porta John. I drop my tools. And I run like the wind To that tiny shack That's six feet From the street The Portageon The Portageon's a risky place I know Cause if you light a match The thing might blow 
Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, Smart265, and Maggie Rad. And wherever you're watching, you can click on the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. I didn't know you were going there or not. You seem preoccupied. I missed it once today. <laughs> once. Okay. You want to sign up for the newsletter, Rich? How can somebody do that? Oh, you go over to MightyHouse.net. You click on the Contact Us page, first, last name, email address, and scroll on down and click on Boom, Done. Just like that. Boom, mm-hmm. Done. Yes. All right. Did we, we have another phone call? Uh, I don't know. Ask Andrew. Yeah, we do? Uh, we do, yeah. We okay. have... Um, Mark, he's calling from New York City. He's watching on Facebook Live, and he is selling his house, and he wants some good advice from you guys. Okay. Hey, Mark, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Declutter, organize, depersonalize. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, Mark. Are you there? Ah, there we go. What's he got? What are you doing over there, Andrew? Oh, is that what it is? I was waiting for levels to come in. Uh-huh. And I saw it flaring, so I didn't unmute it because it would have been uh, right. deafening to you guys. So, but right. wait, I have answers. Give yeah, him. I mean, give give, go ahead. He's watching on Facebook Live right now. So, go ahead, give him the answer. Hi, Mark in New York. Go ahead. Well, I guess the questions would first be, how ready is he? I mean, is it cleared out already? But basically, you don't want anything personal. No personal in the pictures. House. Nothing. No, nothing. You make it boring. You want it as decluttered as possible. Pack up all your stuff, or better yet, downsize and get rid of a lot of stuff. Rich will tell you what color to paint everything. What color is that? Gray. What's that? What color do you paint everything in a house for it to sell? White. 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 On white. Paint everything white. Okay. I've been doing grays lately. No. Grays or yeah. whites. I guess it depends on, you know, the marketplace. Yep. That's true. You know, so if he's in New York... Well, you know, and we've had this conversation about like even light bulbs where we like 5,000 Kelvin. He likes 3,000 Kelvin. Yep. So I think a lot of it has to do with where you live. Like we have sunshine constantly, so we use that bright light. You can't walk into the dim house. Right. If you're used to cloudy gray or dimmer light, you can't walk into a house that's 5,000 Kelvin. It'll burn your eyes out. Yes. So I think a lot of it is just, you know, where you live. So the colors do the same. You don't see a lot of dark houses down here, mostly because of the sun. It'll eat them alive. Mm-hmm. Um, even when the designers come to me and say, we want all black trim, I'm like, no. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. We're in Florida, you moron. It's going to bake and <laughs> fall apart. You know. I believe he does say you moron. <clears throat> yeah, no, he does. You know he does. Well, her name's Moran. <laughs> Rich is on fire today, he man. He really is. He, he is and, on fire. He and Daniel are on fire yes. today. No more so, snide comments, Daniel. <laughs> yes, but no, it is. It's it's quite irritating sometimes when they do stuff. And, you know, I have a house that I, I'm finishing up, and I sort of did a walkthrough on it, and something got by me, which I hate. When they do the design presentation, they have a – we built a wine room uh-huh that'll hold like 300 bottles and it's refrigerated right mm-hmm. 55 sure. degrees next to it in the dining area there are two 
steel framed things with leather strapping to hold wine bottles. And I think each one will hold some stupid number, a couple hundred bottles each. Uh-huh. And they're never going to get used. They're at, and I think I paid fifteen grand to have these made. Wow! And I never, they're never going to get used because they're not refrigerated. In other words, any wine you put in there must be drank in a right. reasonable amount of time. I mean, sure. you know, wine can sit on a shelf for a while, but you're not putting any good stuff in there. Is this the difference between Florida and Chicago, or in general? Again, I don't drink wine because I have no, seen wine a- things that are not refrigerated, like wine cabinets. Right. All right. If you're going to buy a $70 bottle of wine or, or a $200 bottle of wine, you want to you keep it safe. You know what I mean? You, you treat right. them. Like even our wine rooms, people laugh. I put deadbolts on them all. Uh-huh. You know, because people don't realize, I mean, you can have a wine collection worth $200,000. Oh, easy. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you put yeah. a deadbolt on the wine room. Yeah. <laughs> Does it matter but, uh, if the wine is red or white? No, for, I, I'm not. A, I am not a small. I mean, I know a little bit, but I am by no means an expert. I know how to store. Yeah, he wine. won't. He won't smell you. That's what he just said, Robbie. He, you no, know, if I would have said, he would have said, "Bless you, right. <laughs> smell you." Yeah. Anyway, so it's just yes. You have so to they're be not careful using, what they dictate based on where you are. Yeah, they're not going to be using this because it can't keep them cold. The outside rack that he had built, yes. Yeah. It's for I sure. mean, they might, you know, if you go buy some, you know, well, for these people, it'd probably be a cheap wine, like $40 a bottle. Um, but they go, they might throw that in there for a party or something where you can just grab them. But I, overall, I mean, it looks neat. It looks great on the designer's paper. But to me, it was a tremendous waste of money. Because it will never be used. Because it's it impractical. For. And I have a 300 bottle refrigerated thing next to it. Right. Right. Well, that's okay. So you know, and uh, what we were talking about colors and and light, um, you know, he's for Mark in New York. Yeah, for Mark. Right. I mean, I don't know. Painting every, painting all your ceilings white. Go ceiling white everywhere, and then do all the walls in a in a light gray, or another white color, um, and then get it prepped and ready. Uh, I I what the other thing I like to do is uh, call our local home inspector and have him come out and do the inspection on the house before we put it on the market. So uh, you're getting third party to come out, walk through it, put a list together. There's all the ticky-tack things that they find. You take care of it. And so now you have the inspection report that he did showing the deficiency found with an invoice next to it showing that those deficiencies have been repaired. And now you use that as a as a you know when you go to list the house and it's you've got the the house listing, the inspection report, and the invoices showing everything's been repaired. And now that's how you present the house, so it's ready to go and it's been inspected and and you know one that's great to have it inspected because now all of a sudden you don't you're not going to get a surprise, hopefully not you know different inspector may find something different but the good chance they're all looking at the same kinds of things, so you've got that. Already in you know in your uh, in in your side of the the inside of the sales, so you're already set up ready for it. Um, so you've got that all all that stuff's ready. You're presenting it. You're putting your best foot forward when you go to sell that house. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, I seem distracted, but I was actually reading um, online about Rhino Shield and. 
Uh, pretty much between everything I read and this old house is steer clear of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and it makes sense. I mean, you know, you can't take a coating like that and it, it needs to breathe. The house that doesn't it traps yeah. and then a lot of times unfortunately most of the complaints were actually against the contractor as much or more than the product uh-huh yeah so my father did that oh, my god shit I was, I was still a little kid so he's <laughs> i know did he hit it in time he got it he got you. okay <laughs> so i just was thinking how far how far back that was uh-huh um i stopped but it still sounded the same but my dad got into this business where instead of having your house re-roofed, they had a coating, right? You could paint over your shingles, and they would be right. like new again. So on the, I remember on the back of our garage, he bought latex paint, oil-based paint, the product that he was representing and all that. And he did like four or six squares on the back of the garage roof uh-huh. and painted all on there to see what the, the product he was supposedly representing did the least amount. The latex paint worked pretty good. Uh-huh. Oil base failed because it, it was weird the way it bonded. It didn't, it would, uh, like, weather's funny. Sure. But yeah, latex paint worked the best. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so he need to say he uh, stopped representing the roof coating company. Cause wow. He could tell it wasn't going to work. Wow, amazing. Yeah. Yes, Robbie? Email. Oh, you want email? We get email because it's about me. It's about you? Mm-hmm. It's always about you. Spacebar. <laughs> Crayons. Uh huh. You need to explain mansplaining with crayons email. so the women email. understand. We get your email every day. Is your mail today? Hunka chunka, hunka chunka, hunka chunka, hunka. This email is titled "Subject Stuff a Palooza." Oh. Bob says, working Stuff at get ridding. Working at getting rid of all my excess stuff made me feel so productive. It was really wonderful. Now that much of my stuff is gone, I feel quite useless. Why? Help. And I responded, that's my fear as well, that I will have nothing to do without clutter to deal with. It does cause me a bit of anxiety. Sometimes I think, well, what am I going to do when this room is all perfect and I turn it into a guest room or something? What am I going to do with my time? And it's it's a true thing because obviously Bob so, feels a so little. So then useless. you never finish the room, move on to the next one, and always start stuff, and you never finish exactly. it. Exactly. And there must be some psychological thing that I can invent to help people with this problem. A psychological thing to finish. Right, like I can start treating people for this, like they get anxiety finishing <laughs> tasks because they're afraid that they're going to have nothing else to do with their time. Got it. But I went to. You know, back to what Chuck said, which is enjoy nature, the books you haven't read, the friends you haven't seen for lunch that you say we're going to get for lunch. I have a stack of crafts that I want to do, recipes that I want to make. Yeah, Travel, go do something. Travel, family you haven't visited, <coughs> gyms you haven't gone to. I mean, there's so many other things you can do. And I, I do get for those people who say that they feel either useless or anxious about it. About what? About getting rid of all their clutter. Oh. You know? Then what will they do without their yeah, stuff? It's once you get rid of and declutter. Same thing in a job site. If you keep a clean job site, you can focus on what's in front of you. When your job site is a mess, you you get overloaded. So that's why you can tell people when they work on their own homes, don't bring in too much into the space. Yep. Task at a time. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. 
Guess what? Last segment of the show. Dang. That's it. Uh, we're going to be uh, closing her up right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Sort of like swinging, it is what he listens to. Uh huh. This is his little bebopping for him. Mm hmm. Dancing from my seated desk. Yeah, he's doing this. Most pathetic thing ever. He's doing this. <laughs> Only if it's on camera. Yeah, that's right. All right, there we go. We're broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 every Sunday, or I'm sorry, Saturday. At uh, MightyHouse.net. That's Central Standard Time. Yes, it 8 is. 8 to 11 Eastern. And uh, TuneIn.com and the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. All right, there we go. So uh, one thing I did find this week that I got a little nervous about. Uh-oh. And, bro, bro. And it's, it's put out by a water heater manufacturer. Yes, yes. And <coughs> it's uh, it goes on your hose. It's a sprayer, but it puts out hot water. So you hook up your regular hose to the sprayer, and it puts out hot water. I saw that. I didn't understand. Wait. So it just goes on the end of your hose, which is, has cold water in it. Correct. But it goes through the device, and yes. it comes out hot. Yes. So How? It works as a... Uh, tankless water heater in it's a little got a little does, tankless what water power heater. does it have a cord yes it does oh uh, so you're plugging in something with water right with it yes i had some major issues with this well now, it I, first so I thought, bad. is it gfi protected like well, itself? I, would, I i would assume that it is yeah as long as wait what is this it this I crazy product called uh it was so I've I, never at first I never thought, heard of such a thing. At first I thought, okay, it's battery operated. It's got to be battery operated, right? Because there's no way you would want to do this. It's called hot wave hose sprayer. Oh wait, that's got to be goofy anyway. Just cause, isn't it the one that did the air wave? No, 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 no. This is done by. Uh, I can't remember the water. hot wave hose sprayer heats the water before it comes out. Yes, oddity mail. Yes, right, I got it. So. So then I post that, and I said, you know, okay, so what happens if there's a short in the cord, and then it, it probably comes with a GFI built into the cord so that that way uh, you, you can't plug it in without into a regular right. outlet. So, and if it's got a short it in the cord. from Ream. Yeah, from Ream. So I thought, well, okay, so what happens with Quality manufacturer for the most part. Yeah. What happens if somebody cuts off that GFI, puts a regular plug on it because it's always shorting out, 
and the GFI doesn't work anymore. So they cut that off, put a regular plug end on it, plug it in, and boom, they kill themselves. All right, who's going to be doing that? You'd be surprised. Yeah, but unfortunately, manipulating or playing with a product is not the manufacturer's problem. You can put, you know, come on, we put labels on everything, right? And I mean, people still do stupid stuff. Yep. You know, how many people are dying, young people are dying every year taking selfies and falling off cliffs? Uh I mean, at some point, is that the camera manufacturer's fault? Yeah. No, I know. Is that the, you know, is that the, uh, the, 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 the state or national park's fault? Right. No, it's called Darwinism. (laughs) <laughs> Bye-bye. We don't need you propagating. But so here's the thing. Now, you got, but you have an extension cord that you're dragging through the water. Okay, if it's GFI protected, you should be okay. But um, yeah, this, so I'm on just uh, hook up hot the, water. The media, really, uh, media release. No, you're yeah. absolutely correct, Robbie. You're better off going over to your, you know, to the, the laundry tub and just using the hot water. Most laundry sinks, the faucet is set up with a hose type hose bib connecting. And I don't know, Bob would freak out, but you could probably go right to the drain on your water heater. <laughs> so, and here's the other thing. You you know, you can also just, there's if you've got cold water somewhere, hot's not that far away. You could, you could actually, whatever's going out to that hose bib, you could tie it in with two valves and be able to blend that yeah. hot and cold water on its way out to the hose. That is one of the other nice things about living here where there's no chance of frost or cold yeah. like that because you put these hose bibs and all, you can have hot and – they make the box, you know, the hot and right. cold right on the side of the garage. So you yep. want to wash your car, boom, it's right there. Yep. But the houses we build, we don't do that, um, and we don't put outlets in the front of the garage because, <laughs> you know, nobody that buys our houses is going to vacuum or wash their car. Right. It's already done for. Yes. So it is like – I always point it out, and Matt just looks at me, my boss, and he's like, and that's for who? Right. Like, They're never not mind. Going to yes, you're right. I car. would prefer to do it myself, but he's correct. It's Why nice. wouldn't they vacuum their car? They just they take... pay people to do that. They take it places. Yeah. They take their Bentley back okay. to Bentley, and Bentley cleans the car. Right. Yeah, see? Um. So this hot wave thing, I'm actually, I can't seem to find the, hang on. So now wait a minute. So, so I, I, I need post the instruction it. manual. Yeah. So I, I post this, right? And I said, I got an issue with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then somebody posts that in, in South America, they, they, and you can buy these on Amazon. It's a shower head that plugs in so that you can okay. actually get hot water. And it's got a heating element inside the shower head. Okay. That's brilliant. And it doesn't have a plug on the end, nothing. It comes with just bare wires sticking out, and you're supposed to- We're talking to... South America. <laughs> yeah. You've seen pictures of their electrical yeah, I distribution know. system in the streets? No, I mean, this is just like an execution machine. It's unbelievable how you could just wire this thing in. It's nuts. And, the, the okay, so they've got ground. They've got a ground in there, and it's supposed to be grounded out, only assuming that it's getting wired up properly. And the heating element sits in the water. It's just part, the electrical heating element is in the water as it's heating it. I can't even get the instruction manual for that. Yeah. It's, it's just brand new. I don't even think it's out on the market yet. Wait. Reem is, just, have. Reem is just starting it. So um, the, the electric shower head was even more disturbing to me. Yeah. That it's got a heating element in the shower head to heat the water as it passes through. So It's over? Yeah, that's it.
my voice made it too. It actually got better in the second hour, but it does yeah. sound like it's it's, it's weakening. It's now. it's it's crashing now. Yeah, I'm yeah. done. So there it you makes go. for a short post show meeting. <laughs> yes, it does. <coughs> all right, <coughs> all right. Well, Bob is all over this. Electric hot water is about three to five times more expensive when resistance produced than natural yeah. gas. Heated well, he wrote electric. He wrote you. Uh, he just he already just wrote the. Uh, the yeah. instruction manual for you as as a note coming back. I know. <laughs> George and uh, Ashray and yeah. Bob, I don't know. <laughs> How can you get anything done with those two around? Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Appreciate both of them. Yeah, Keeping we do. straight. Yep. Uh, podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. The conversation continues all week long on Facebook and Twitter. If somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do it? Uh, you just go over to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page. First, last name, email address, scrolling down, click on Boom Done. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at MightyHouse. And uh, next week, we're going to talk with Elliot Richardson from the SBAC. We'll also have another Mighty House Tip of the Week and Clutter Clarity. In between that, we'll be taking your calls. Thanks to Ann Nicklin. She's the Director of Workforce Training Beach Construction Services at Evanston Rebuild I'd love Warehouse. to do a workshop there. Yeah, that'd teach, be fun. Teach making, repurposing. That's it. For Trixie, Andrew, Rich Calgill, and Robbie Earhart, I'm Ron Calgill. Keep it square and level. Until, Until next, next Saturday. If you have any questions during the week, you can always post them on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next Saturday for more home infotainment. Mighty House is a square and level media production. Mighty House.